0: You're listening to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for being here. There have already been significant consequences, intended or not, of the divisive rhetoric coming from the new administration in Washington. But maybe there's at least one side effect that's been positive. Groups coming together to support and protect each other. Yesterday, more than 30 Jewish and Muslim business, political, and faith leaders went to Washington, D.C., with a letter urging members of Congress to commit to religious freedom and to pluralism. Two members of the recently formed Muslim-Jewish Advoc- Advisory Council join me now. Uh, they are Robert Silverman, AJC Director of the Muslim-Jewish Relations, and Farhan Latif, President of El Hebrew Foundation. Robert and Farhan, welcome to Detroit Today. Thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. So, so tell me what uh, what happened yesterday in Washington.
1: Well, uh, let me start out. Far and Farhan can also uh, add here. We had our second meeting, Steve. It was a great uh, coming together of national leaders of these two communities, two religious minority communities. We met first before the election, and I just want to uh, really emphasize at the start that we are not a reaction. This council. To any political event or uh, political elections, we want to work with the new administration, and and there was a strategic need, really, for the American Muslim, American Jewish communities to get together, regardless of of who's in uh, which party is in power in Washington. And so, this was a strategic need perceived by both communities, and it's been realized uh, during this uh, last past year. It took many months uh, for us to form this council and, and to get it going. Now, it happens to coincide with the election of President Trump and, and some uh, very controversial steps, so we've been not silent about that. But we want to emphasize that we're bipartisan. We have Republicans as well as Democrats. Uh, we have uh, business leaders. We have five uh, Fortune 500 companies. Uh, CEOs uh, in the group Two Muslim and Three Jewish. We have uh, media personalities, uh, Dean Obaidala, who is a a radio host on Sirius Radio, and Emmy Rossum, who is a a film star. So we have people from all fields, Mm -hmm. and and we've come together, just as you said, to uh, support each other, and as religious minorities, to highlight the positive contributions of religious minorities and to to address and be in public on public policies uh, of concern to us, like hate crimes, the rise in hate crimes, and, yes, immigration
2: yes
0: uh, Farhan uh, this is uh, the, as Robert says this is not new this issue the these issues the uh, the the pushback against pluralism against religious freedom is is kind of a, a peculiar dynamic of of now I feel like and and uh, it's one of the things that of course uh for people of Muslim or middle eastern uh, uh, ancestry or 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 affiliation it, it, it's an everyday it's in it's in their faces all the time
3: absolutely this is this has been an issue and a matter of concern for uh communities uh, you know we've seen a rise, of course, after 9-11. And uh, and for other communities, uh, the African-American Muslim communities, we've seen this issue, uh, you know, be present pre-9-11. So I think uh, there's tremendous amount of work to be done when it comes to, you know, building bridges and having better understanding between our communities locally and nationally. And I think that this work is become even more urgent and critical uh, at this time.
0: Yeah. Uh, Again, my guests are Robert Silverman, AJC Director of Muslim Jewish Relations, uh, and Farhan Latif, President of El Hebrew Foundation. They are in Washington, where uh, yesterday uh, a group uh, that they uh, are aligned with, uh, the Muslim Jewish Advisory Council, delivered uh, letters to members of Congress uh, urging them to commit to religious freedom and to pluralism. We are talking today about. Uh, these issues of pluralism and religious freedom and the threat that uh, is posed to them by some of the things that have already been done in the very young administration of President Donald Trump. Three one three five seven seven one zero one nine 1019 is the number to join the conversation. That's 313 You can also go to the WDET Facebook page and put your comments there. Or you can go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today. We'll work your comments into the conversation. Let's go to Ahmed in Rochester Hills. Ahmed, welcome to Detroit Today.
3: Good morning, Stephen. Good morning to you,
0: guests. Hi. How are you? Very good.
3: Uh, I am uh, uh, Egyptian-American, uh-huh. uh, been in the U.S. since 1998, uh, did my Ph.D. in mathematics at Wayne State University, uh, and I work here in automation. Um, I just have a small uh, short story that kind of um, complement what uh, Saïd Khan uh said at the end of his uh, talk with you uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh.
3: knowing others usually um uh, help with our fears from the others um you know in egypt majority are muslims minority are christians so but when i came here it uh it was the other, uh, the other way around i was minority for the first time and uh you know um uh, celebrating uh eid or celebrating the month of ramadan or all that is kind of uh uh very hard so i started to feel the pain of minorities yeah, yeah. Uh, i stayed here for four years without any visits to egypt uh the first visit was in i believe it was in 2002 and i was riding a taxi cab and i noticed that uh uh the the driver was uh, christian so he's minority and the the first thing i did i remember is to ask him how do you feel it here wow. Do you feel okay? <laughs> Anyone hurting your feelings? What do you feel in your, um, you know, festivities? Uh, uh, can I help you with anything? And he started telling me about the bad he's going through. And I can feel exactly what he's going through. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, uh, it, it happened the same way, for example, you know, you talk, you know, in the being in the Middle East, you're always hearing uh, stereotypes about Jews. But when you come here,
0: it's a totally different story. Right, right. I uh-huh. mean, it's something that that we see in not just in this country. I think that's a great point. Uh, you see it in other countries as well with with this othering, this idea of uh, dividing people either by ethnicity or race or or religion. And uh, you know, at some point, we would all love to in a world where we got, had gotten past that. Uh, I it,
3: don't, that's you the know. problem. You know, yeah, go ahead, uh, my, In my work, for example, I work every day with, um, you know, uh, my colleagues are from different uh, cultures, from different countries. And you can feel the difference, especially my American uh, friends. They say, you know, dealing with you guys kind of give us lots of understanding about the others. It's the idea of the other. How can we understand that they have that, their own pains, their own problems, their uh, character, their own identity? identity. And, you know, and how, how they are not scary. You know, they, 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 they have nothing that makes you afraid of them. You know, uh, at, at the end, we are in America. We zoom out a little bit. We are in North America. We zoom out a little bit. We are on Earth. Yes. This is our home. We all share the same home. Yeah. And, you know, feeling the pain for each other, understanding each other. I believe this is going to reduce lots of problems that we see in our world today.
0: Uh, Tiffany on Facebook says Our human diversity makes us stronger, more intelligent And ultimately happier I still don't understand why this ban and travel restriction Were imposed upon countries With which we have never had Any sort of problem Uh, I think what she's referring to there is that Immigrants from those countries have never uh, Caused us problems here in the United States Which is true Uh, Let's go to Stephen in Birmingham Stephen, welcome to Detroit Today Hello Hi
2: Hi. Um, I just wanted to make a point, um, and I can hang up afterwards, Um, and I'm not sure listening what the other callers are, their view um, is, but um, as a gay man who has fought um, for other minorities and has gone along, and from a very early age, from uh, Jewish friends, realizing not many people in this world uh, or any other culture has been persecuted to the level of the Jewish people. Mm-hmm. Um, I have fought to speak up against uh, the ban, Muslims. I believe all uh, human rights um, are afforded to everybody in this country. And to put religious freedom beyond human rights, and that uh, bakeries will, and and that's uh, actually a bad, typical, you know, a, a obvious point to say. Sure. You know, now that they get religious freedom to. Uh, pr- uh, uh, be bigoted against me, you know, to discriminate against me. Um, and I don't hear a lot because I know that in the African-American community, uh, Muslim community, uh, coming out as gay is, is still very taboo and looked down on. Um, as I'm fighting for all these other cultures and, um, women, and I have 11 nieces that I look to run the world one day. Um, <laughs> I just want to know, will these communities come out in support of uh, LGBT uh, people because of what's going on with the lib- religious liberty law, which you know, people are saying, is that going to be uh, an executive order of all days today? Right. Um, and right. we need our allies more than ever.
0: I think that's a and great... I just
2: don't hear from those communities the support that the gay... Community and the LGBT community put out for women for other minorities of all kinds. Sure, sure. And I really, Stephen, um, I,
0: I, I really appreciate uh, that call and that question. I'll let our guests uh, uh, yeah. respond. Go ahead, Robert. Steve, let
1: corner. me let me jump in and say something. About, I really appreciate all the calls. But and to the gentleman from Birmingham, yes, we want a coalition. Uh, our group, the Muslim Jewish Advisory Council, a new group is pretty disciplined. We're going to stay focused on one issue at a time. We can't go too broad, but it's an issue that affects uh, the LGBT community and all of us, and it's the rise in hate crimes. Yeah. Not just hate crimes against Muslims, because that is a huge problem right now. Sure. We have to be cognizant. of There's been an enormous rise. The FBI data shows in the most recent year, which is 2015, we don't even have the statistics yet for last year, but in 2015, there was a 67% rise in hate crimes reported against uh, Muslim Americans. So that's an enormous problem. The single largest group traditionally and still today that uh, are victims of hate crimes by religion are Jews. So uh, both communities have it. Uh, The LGBT community has hate crimes. So uh, there's a hate crimes task force that uh, is co-chaired by the Human Rights Campaign, which is a LGBT um, public advocacy organization. So we support them. We work with them. Uh, and we're going to keep our focus on this problem. We think uh, to the first caller who was uh, from Egypt. Um, yes, there are minority problems all over the world. The amazing thing is, in the U.S., this is overall an extremely positive picture. Minorities come here, contribute, become full citizens, and uh, that's the story of the country. That's and our two really communities great. are very much rooted and yeah. celebrate our immigrant roots and. We're th- we think we're, we're going through a blip right now, and it's the sooner I we hope can get out of true. this I really uh, hope bad blip. Yeah,
0: I really hope that's yeah. true. I mean, I, 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 any sort of optimism I can muster is directed in that uh, in that uh, direction. But boy, I, it, it is a tough. It's been a tough. It's been a tough week. But uh, uh, Robert Silverman, Farhan Latif, uh, thank you both for being here on Detroit today.
1: Thank you. Yeah.
0: Uh, All right. Uh, Up next, we're going to talk with a Pulitzer Prize winning journalist and author about his new book, which explores slavery in a way that's approachable to young readers. Stay with us on Detroit Today.